The topic on today's Life with Lisa Williams is sad and important. Because of the horrible truths of human trafficking in America, today's show is not appropriate for young listeners. This is this, this, is, this is life. This is life. This is life with Lisa Williams. So I have freedom on my mind because I had the rare experience of going to India and and being in areas of the world where women don't live in freedom and don't even know what freedom looks like. And so having experienced that just recently and talking with many of my friends and, and many of my friends who've prayed me through that trip, and maybe you're one of them, and I appreciate you so much. Um, but one of my friends, um, whose name Jay, had reached out to us and said, you should consider talking to Mary with Girls Only Ministry. And so that's what we're going to do right now. Hi, Mary. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm good. I'm glad to be talking. On um, Mary's website, she has Isaiah 61 written out in its fullness. And I just got done reading that scripture, and it just made me feel so alive and and really just excited to talk to someone who, when you decided to represent your ministry, you put these words, the, these prophetic words from Isaiah 61 about the captives being set free. And so freedom really is what I want to talk about and what you're doing. So here's the thing, Mary V. Hill. Um, I, like many others, will accept the reality that there's human trafficking in India mm-hmm. or in different parts of the world. But when people talk about human trafficking and um, those types of things in America, I scoff because I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not happening here. You know, um, and I hear it a lot. And so you're really the first person that I've talked to and maybe many have heard from where you actually are very involved, correct? You're involved in helping girls get set free. Will you tell us what it is you do? Okay. Um, I'm going to start by telling you a little bit of history um, because Girls Only is making a huge change at the end of the month so that we can partner with various organizations um, and government entities um, and so we are moving from Girls Only Ministry. Our name is changing actually to Justice 61. Justice? Yep. 61. Is 61. that from Isaiah? It is. It is from Isaiah 61. Oh, wow. And it is because Gosh. in Isaiah 61, the Lord says that he hates injustice. And yes. the whole passage of Isaiah 61 is about setting the captives free. And yeah. one of the things that has happened in the freest country in the world and um, is that our children are being enslaved. And our children are being sold as sex toys um, in the United States of America. And so what what is happening is where, how, how is this true? I mean, look, where is this happening? In in your neighborhood. Um, It's not in the ghetto. I mean, it is in the ghetto, but it's not a ghetto problem. It's, it's a cultural problem. Um, We work with federal law enforcement, state law enforcement, local law enforcement, um, other government entities that go in to hotels or homes or um, churches, places of worship, and we, and we rescue the girls. Um, Colorado just did a huge bust um, a couple weeks ago that pulled out 20, 20 children um, from a sex trafficking sting. And that is something that is really hard for me as a, mm-hmm. as a mama, as a woman, as a lover of the Lord, to, to know that he sees that this is going on. And 
I've mm-hmm. been doing um, this for 11 years. We started in 2004, and we became a nonprofit in 2009. And I met my first sex trafficking victim in 2007. And she was 13. And she was out there working on the street. Um, one of the things that is hard for me to understand is um, a man or woman, because men and women um, equally participate in this activity. So a pimp, a, an owner of these, of these children, could be male or female. A John, the individual who is actually buying to have sex with them, paying to have sex with them, can be male or female. And so what happens is, very much like Jared, the subway guy, you get on a plane mm-hmm. and you buy these people off of Craigslist. You make an appointment off of Craigslist or Backpage.com or Ashley Madison um, or other, other websites on the, on the dark web. And you fly into a city, much like Denver, and you drive into the suburbs and you knock on somebody's door and there's a, a young person there ready and waiting for your appointment. You spend about 15 or 20 minutes with that individual and then you leave and you go to the airport again and nobody knows that she came. For all intensive purposes, you could have come for a business meeting and there's nothing really to say otherwise. This is a cash business. It's a multi-billion dollar a year business here in worldwide. Well, I'm just... I, I- I'm having such a physical reaction. I just have to describe it to you so it'll go away. I feel rage. Yep. Uh, my hands are shaking. Yep. And I am also, uh, when you mentioned the amount of money, uh-huh. I feel shock and disbelief because what you're telling me is true. What Correct. you're telling me is true. Mm-hmm. And it's in that it's a billion-dollar industry in America? A multi-billion-dollar-a-year industry worldwide. Um, so okay. yeah. that, so it's horrible. that's horrible. Um, it is, the statistic is, is even more shocking because it is more lucrative and, um, more rapid growing than the drug trade because you can buy and sell drugs. You can, you can sell drugs one time because it's a one-time use. So, but however, you can buy and sell a young girl 10, 15, 20 times a day. And so what's happening is, unfortunately, our country um, has always believed the lie of the enemy that this is an international problem. And of course... Yes, I believe that. Yes. That's that's what I believe. With Mm -hmm. all my heart, I still, until this conversation, I'm so sorry that I live inside a bubble that I don't want to break. Correct. Like you're breaking the bubble for me right now. I don't want to believe that this is true. Like people will say, oh, it's happening all the time in Denver. or Oh, it Mm -hmm. happens all the time in Seattle. Or it's so prolific in like Charlotte. They'll name these cities. And you're like, what are you talking about? I mean, how could that be? These are like clean American cities with pristine sidewalks and nice people. And um, what? And so you're saying that this is happening. And the reason I have a job, the reason um, Justice 61 exists is because people in the United States of America buy children for sex. Not only that, but people in foster care, parents, um, relatives, friends, sell their children into the industry for cash and never see them again, knowing that they will be raped over and over and over and over again by a paying customer. We just had a case. Could you just tell me this is not true? Could you just please tell me this is not true? I would love to. But unfortunately, the Lord has called me to an industry and to a job and to a passion um, that says, I'm done living in the bubble that says our children, this only happens in 
Africa. This only happens in India. This, this doesn't happen in the United States. And, and I'm the one that's willing to stand on the mountaintop and scream until somebody listens and says, our children are being sold. And our children are being sold from people they should trust, from youth pastors, from policemen, from ambulance people, from, I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, the, I, I can't paint you this picture of a really scary guy in a velvet suit and a top hat and carries a cane and goes, that's a pimp. Because they're white, wealthy men. They're white, wealthy women. They are middle class um, men and women. They are African American. They are Hispanic. They are Asian. It has gone on so long in our country that we have one of the hugest problems because it's easier to send $20 every month to an international issue because it doesn't allow us to have the relationship with our country and say it happens here. That's a scary thing, is the longer and longer nobody talks about it, the more and more it's going to happen here. A sweet young friend of mine, every girl that comes into this organization is my friend. I meet them all. I know them all by name. And I stand and I hug them and I say, I've waited my whole life. I have waited my whole life to hug you and give you a new set of clothes in exchange for what you come in for. I've waited my whole life to provide medical care and education and healing for you. And I've waited my whole life to watch you change the world. And um, I recently, very young, under the age of 13 is what I can say, she was rescued and her biological mother was the one that was selling her over the internet throughout the United States of America in exchange for vacations. So what was happening is she would log on and sell her daughter um, and in exchange be taken to Hawaii. And then when she was on vacation, these people who had made appointments with her daughter would um, rape her while she was sipping pina coladas on the beach or wherever she might have been. And I have the honor. I have the honor of walking through life with these girls. And I have the honor and the privilege of figuring out what they're created to love and created to do for the rest of their life. And I have the honor to pull them out of this pit of enslavement and walk with them through 10 years of healing and education and life. And then I have the honor of watching them get married and attending their bridal showers and attending their baby showers and watching them do things that they never thought they would do as simple as graduate high school or go to college or figure out, oh my gosh, I want to be an engineer because I love to build things. And um, I want to be a scientist because it, it's awesome to, to study cause and effect. Or I want to be a doctor yeah. because I'm, I'm intrigued in how the Lord created the body. And, I'm, and I believe I have the gift of healing. And so my job, hands down, is the best job in the world. In the world, because you get to walk in to where the enemy believes that he has territory, and you get to look him in the face and go, boo, guess what? You don't own this anymore. You don't own the United States of America anymore. You don't own the United States of America's children anymore. You get to usher in with the Holy Holy Spirit, and you get to bring the anointing of, of Jesus Christ into a room and say, I've waited my whole life to love you. And when you thought nobody was looking for you, I was looking for you. I was looking for you. And I found you. And I believe that you are worth restoration. And I believe you are worth liberation. And I believe you, one girl from the pit of hell, can change the world. Can change the world. And when we rescue these sweet, sweet friends of ours, and, and we walk through healing with them, they become different women. And, they be, and they're different moms. And they're, they raise their children differently. They marry different men. They... Um, mm -hmm. 
they fall in love with the Savior without us ever, ever, ever sitting them down and giving them the, the get out of hell free speech. You know, they meet Jesus because we love them and we love them well. And then the conversation says, why do you do what you do? And I said, because somebody did it for me. Somebody paid the ultimate price so that I could be free. Somebody found me in the depths of my despair and set me free. And I, I promised I would never be the same again. I'm a bit overwhelmed by you, but in a wonderful way. I appreciate the redemption that you have brought to the picture and that you brought the redemption picture quickly because um, the pain of the truth is still uh, reverberating in me. And it's ugly. It is ugly. We need redemption with pain. And I appreciate the redemption and the beauty that you have portrayed. But the ugliness is stark and strange to me and sad. And I know it's true. Darn it. I know it's true. And I'm, I'm mortified. And I'm thankful uh, for you. Thank you. And so here's, here's what I see when I see you. I see someone who is living what I call the rare life. And the rare life is when you walk in the calling of God for your life. And it is rare because it takes um, submitting, it takes honesty, it takes pain, it takes being real about all your problems, right? Your tangles, your issues, all your crap. You've had to get free so that you can stand and say, freedom, you know, freedom to the captives. Uh And so the journey that you've gone through to become the woman that you are, Mary, and then the work that you're doing is rare work. And I want to be like you. And I want others to follow in these types of footsteps because there's a calling on our life to do something. Mm -hmm. And when I see it, I love it. (laughs) And I want to immediately support it talk more about it. I know someone listening is also called into your same ministry and they're hearing this for the first time and going, this is what I've been waiting for. I want to help set the captives free. And so first steps would be, I want to know more, you know, I want to know more about the name change. And I want to know more about like, tell us how many girls that you have. So justice 61 is going to be the name of your ministry by the end of November. Yep. By the beginning of December, we'll be officially Justice 61. And I'll tell you why we did that. Um, Number one, one of the things that we've learned is our sweet girls in our country aren't the only ones being sold. Um, There was a rescue recently in the state of Colorado that involved boys. And I am a mama to a boy and I am a mama to a girl. And when God came and saved me, and when he saved my husband, and when he saved my children, he saved us as his children. And so Justice 61 is more inclusive than girls only ministry. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, okay. um, lots of the kids that we rescue, unfortunately, are coming out of some really deep church hurt. And I say the word church um, as a global um, word, so um, of religious abuse of some kind. of the 200 girls that we have rescued in 11 years have been assaulted in some way, either sexually, physically, also emotionally, and definitely spiritually by people of trust in the church. And so one of the things that is heart-wrenching to me is when a girl has the opportunity to come into a program, kids have not entered into girls-only ministry because they assume we are a house of religious worship because of the word ministry. And so one of Mm -hmm, the things mm -hmm. that we have done Mm -hmm. is we have said, actually, we have come to fight for your justice. And we come 
mm-hmm. on behalf yes. of justice under the anointing and the favor of Isaiah 61. And so that is mm-hmm. why we that's have good. changed our name to Justice 61. Um, yeah, that's good. It's good to hear your thought processes because that explains more of who yep. you are. So thank you for explaining that. And what I want to do is um, I want I want a call to action right now. And then I want to ask you to come back and be my guest again um, after Thanksgiving, like the first week of December. Great. Um, because I just want to, I want to hear more and I want us all to just burst our bubbles together. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the point of living down here and wasting our time, yep. you know, if there's something that we can do so that the freedom that we've experienced in Christ means more than having a cushy life to the grave, then I want to be a part of that. And so I want you to educate us more when you come back okay. again, but for right now, I want you to give us insight on what's going on and what you need. Like at this time, for anyone who's like, boom, I'm there already, Mary. What do you need? What would you say to them? Well, um, what we do takes a lot of people and what we do takes a lot of money. Um, The average cost of the first 72 hours of rescuing one person is about $4,000. So the very first thing that we need is we need people in the kingdom of God to rise up and say, I will invest my money in the lives of children who have been raped repeatedly over and over and over again. That is the easiest way to help. We need people. We need people to share what we do. We need people to start talking about it. We need people to start bursting other people's bubbles. We need to be loud about the fact that sex trafficking happens in the United States of America. And then I need, I need lots of help. Um, we're always looking for board members. Um, we're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking, we're getting ready to kick off, um, the building project on an astronomical amount of acreage so that we can build a school for these kids and that we can build a large capacity house so that they have a home. Um, this isn't a medical institution. This will be a home with a living room with bedrooms with a kitchen table where everyone can sit around the table and do homework and eat dinner on real dishes. Um, And so that's going to take a lot of people. And these kids are worth it. And their lives are worth it. And their babies are worth it. One of the things that we have found is when you rescue a girl out of the industry of sex trafficking, oftentimes she has children with her. And we are the place where we say, oh, baby, you do not have to get rid of your babies. And they are not a burden. They are a gift. And bring them on in. Bring them on in and we're going to mm-hmm. love them. And part of your healing and part of your um, path is going to be how do we be a mama and how do we how do we break some generational stuff and how do we teach our children to walk in the freedom of, of the Holy Spirit through love, through love. Okay. So if you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com right now, you can uh, click on the link that will take you to this ministry, Girls Only Ministry, which as Mary has said, is changing its name to Justice 61 in just really a few days. But you'll be able to link and see how you can donate because I know somebody listening can give money today. Uh, I know somebody might be able to volunteer or you'll just be able to get the word out. But what I perceive, because I'm assuming that others are like me, um, is that bubble bursting experience. If you're going to embrace it, then you're going to need you're going to need some comfort today yourself. So this is what I'm going to do, and I'd like to invite you to do it with me. I'm going to get my Bible, and I'm going to read Isaiah 61, and then I'm going to read it again, and then I'm going to read it again, and I'm going to get on my knees, and I'm going to read it again, 
and I'm going to pray to God and ask Him to touch my life, comfort me, and then to help me be who He wants me to be in light of hearing Mary speak. If you want to join me in that, let's go to Isaiah 61 and let's begin to uh, ask God to burst our bubble and for some of us maybe walk into a calling where we are going to be the one that God uses to love people. And so, Mary, thank you for being a mountain climber. I mean, you are climbing the mountain of God, girl. You're welcome. Thank you for leading the way and for being honest and vulnerable. I mean, what do you do with your anger? Just out of curiosity, what do you do with that anger? Well, I've recently enrolled um, in a kickboxing class because I've learned that through my (laughs) encounters with several pimps and several Johns and several people, you can't punch a pimp. So instead, I go about three times a week um, to a boxing kickboxing class and it's a yeah. it's a really safe way to release um, some of my my, my pent up yeah. anger but um, at the end of the day in the midst of the pit I serve a God that is good and that is in a good mood and he is a good daddy and that is a promise that will never be shaken lifewithlisawilliams.com Isaiah 61 today hashtag thanks for listening